1: fabulous Friday on the Buck Baloo Show here on The Fans, 680 and 93.7. Appreciate you being with me this morning as the weekend is almost here. We got Nerney in the house. He showed up early today, Nerney. Not, traffic must not have been too bad on the south side today. And Nerney, uh, let's see, the only guy that showed up to help me with the show today. We've got DT. He negotiated Fridays off. Talk about a great negotiator. That's Derek Thomas, man. Road dog not feeling well today. So he's at home resting. Oh, my goodness. Mooney Ham's in there. Mooney, what's going on? What's happening, Buck? I guess Jordan D. Armand couldn't make it today. I'm the third option is what you're saying. That's all. No, I I don't we're mind glad that. to have you in here. I don't man. mind that at all. We are glad to have you in here. Although there's some guys out there that tell me it's nice to hear a female voice on the show occasionally. Yeah, sure. I can see that. Change things up. Don't try to do that. No. You've I'm been so excited well?
2: about getting married. Look at my ring. He you know, I saw a, a
1: social media post that Jordan had a couple of weeks ago, and it says, How do you make your dad go broke? Well, the daughter gets married. And I thought, oh, goodness, that's the last thing I need to hear right now. Let's get it started. Bucks Big Take. Yeah, the big take today. Well, uh, apparently Cinderella is alive and well. Mighty Kentucky Wildcats were stunned by the Jersey City boys from St. Peter's in a shocking defeat in day one action of the big dance. The Peacocks took down Kentucky in overtime after being down eight points with three minutes to play. Did anyone have this upset in their bracket? Yeah, I didn't think so. Blue Blood, number two Kentucky, became just the 10th team in the last 37 years to go down to a lowly 15 seed. So I ask, who will play the role of Cinderella today? Maybe Jacksonville State takes down Auburn. Perhaps Montana State shocks Texas Tech. Or could it be Chattanooga takes down Illinois? You know, this is exactly why sports fans absolutely love the NCAA tournament. No top seed is safe, even the mighty Kentucky Wildcats. The big upset? is always a possibility in the big dance. And yeah, the uh, blue bracket got busted yesterday. Kentucky, I had Kentucky going on a final four run. What was I thinking? I look stupid today. Thanks, Kentucky. I think I was 11 and five on day one. Not that I expected to win the bracket pool here at 680, the fan. You know, I'm satisfied with just... No, it doesn't sound like a a great competitor or anything, but I'm just satisfied to finish in the middle of the pack. Avoid the abuse of, like, finishing in last place in the 680, the fan bracket pool. So thanks a lot, Kentucky. Put my faith in you, and you see what happened. Got busted with the bracket pool. There goes that $20. Easy come, easy go. All right, I want to talk about the big story today, Deshaun Watson and the Atlanta Falcons. Man, this storyline, it is juicy. It is the bomb. It is beast mode. Awesome. So cool. This is fire. Did I use all of them? Deshaun Watson and the Falcons. Or the Saints, all right? So this has got to be, Deshaun Watson has got to be a little bit in turmoil right now. I mean, he grew up a big Atlanta Falcons fan, and I believe he was the ball boy at training camp or something along those lines. And so he grew up disliking, uh, let me just say it, hating the New Orleans Saints. And now it's down to the Falcons and Saints. So come on, Deshaun Watson. You can't be going to play for the rival, the team that, that you grew up disliking. You got to play for the hometown team, right? The Falcons. And the Falcons, I, I can hardly believe it, that suddenly. I mean, we woke up a few days ago wondering when Freddie Freeman was going to sign with the Dodgers, thinking, my goodness, do we really have an opportunity to get our hands on Deshaun Watson here in Atlanta with the Falcons? An opportunity to secure one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and say – If that's the case, one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, we're talking about our Atlanta Falcons with a realistic opportunity to secure the services of one of the top five quarterbacks in the entire world today in the prime of his career. This is a big deal. Top five quarterback in the world today. And the Falcons have a chance to secure his services. Forget about the issues off the field. The Falcons, if Deshaun Watson shocked us all by deciding to take the Saints' offer, then the Falcons we immediately take a major step back. You don't get Deshaun Watson. The Falcons at that point settle for, what, drafting Kenny Pickett with the eighth pick of the first round? Or maybe trading out of the eighth pick, move back, and you take Matt Corral later in the first round? Or maybe they're laying low, they're they're planning on taking Malik Willis? And I would say all three of those options would be average at best, So do the Falcons, do they go world class at quarterback or do they go average at quarterback? And average doesn't get you much in the National Football League at the quarterback spot. So the Falcons are very busy right now, luring Deshaun Watson in and working overtime trying to get a trade done for Matt Ryan. Basically, they're telling Ryan, thanks for an outstanding job that you've done for 14 years. We'll bring you back later, and we'll retire your jersey. But right now, you're going to have to go. Got to make room for Deshaun Watson. Nothing personal, Matt. It's just business. And again, thank you for your 14 years of service. We appreciate it very much. Now, here's a watch. We'll give you on the way out the door with the Falcons logo on it. And we are uh, looking after you, man, because, you know, we're going to get you to a place where you got a chance to go win on the way out the door as your career winds down. I can hardly believe it, man. I mean, today, as we sit here on Friday, March the 18th, our Atlanta Falcons have a realistic opportunity to get their hands on Deshaun Watson. It's amazing, man. Totally amazing. And I'm totally loving it, by the way. Coming up later in the show, final segment today, we've got the Blue Show NFL top five quarterbacks in 2022. Wait until you see or hear where Deshaun Watson fits in with that. We'll have have some fun with that coming up a little later. So stick around for that right now. It's the Buck Blue Show headline. Brought to you by Grease Monkey Auto. we got some good news out there. How about the Brave superstar, Ronald Acuna Jr., rehabbing knee surgery from that torn ACL that happened last season. And the rehab's been going so well, you may have seen some of the videos during the offseason coming down of Ronald in the uh, batting cage, taking big cuts, knocking the stitches off the ball. Well, the Braves, Alex Anthopoulos, Brian Snitker, expect Ronald Acuna Jr. to be the D.H. come mid-April. So a couple of weeks into the season, they're expecting Acuna to be in the lineup as the D.H. And back in the outfield come May. I mean, this is great news, too. So we got a chance to get Deshaun Watson. And we got Ronald Acuna Jr., one of the top five players in the world today, getting back out on the field sooner than later. And what a boost to the organization, a boost to this team, and a boost to this Braves fan base when they're seeing that news come down or hearing the Blue Show give it out today that Ronald Acuna Jr. is going to be uh, back out there very soon, man. Loving it. Headlines brought to you by Grease Monkey. Oil changes, they've got more. It's done fast, it's done right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations and special Offers Coming back on the other side, we're going to chop it up. Do the Braves have enough pitching? I've got some thoughts on that. And the best spot to trade Matt Ryan. Got some input on that, too. Glad you're with me on this fabulous Friday. Get your umbrella. You're going to need it today. It's the Blue Show here on the fan, 680 and 93.7. We have an excellent team. I mean, we have no holes. We have up and down.
3: Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats.
0: Support for Extra 1063 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
2: Through the lineup, we have power, we have intelligence, we have good hitters, good thoughtful hitters, good teammates, good people. Um, and then on defense, too, we're solid, too. Um, our bullpen's excellent, our starters are excellent. So we got no holes, and it's
1: going to be a fun year. Travis Darno likes that group they've got down at Northport. Baseball's back. Get that fan mobile app. You can hear Braves baseball today. Game one of the spring training series. Let's get the boys of summer back on the field. And you've got the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan, 680 and 93.7, streaming at 680thefan.com. That mobile app I just told you about, driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming, Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit BeaverToyotaOfComing.com and let them wow you. Download the Fan app right now in the iTunes and Google Play Store. South Point Financial, they sponsor the smart speaker and the 10 o'clock hour on The Fan Is brought to you by the Haug Law Group. You can't spell Haug without the U, the G, and the A. More at hauglawgroup.com. And I've just thrown away the worst cup of coffee I've ever had. We've got in the break room here at 680 The Fan, our our A-plus coffee machine has gone down. And that is the fanciest thing I've ever seen. So I go over to the sales department, and I'd uh, prepare a cup of coffee there. And I took like one sip and threw it away. I mean, it was that nutty, berry aftertaste that I got that is just horrible. And I swear I put the half and half in it. It was not the hazelnut creamer that I see a lot of people going with. And I'm going to tell you, the hazelnut, that's got to be the worst That you could ever put in a cup of coffee. Hazelnut! You gotta be kidding me. Worst cup of coffee I've ever had. I gotta get something else to get rid of the taste. Mooney Ham, you got anything over there? Some gum, maybe a mint. Yeah, I got some throat lozenges. I'll see what I've got in the world famous Mooney Ham snack. It is not the hazelnut taste. That is horror. That is absolutely the worst. How do you go with hazelnut? I mean, who's the first person that tried that one? It's a lot like oysters. That person had to be hungry. He was going to eat those things. All right, so Deshaun Watson, big story of the day. Are the Falcons going to get their hands on Deshaun? I've got the top five NFL quarterbacks. According to me, I'll I'll have that coming up, final segment of the show. Dan Orlovsky, who is a former NFL quarterback and doing a, a really awesome job on TV, he was talking about Deshaun Watson. Let's hear what Dan Orlovsky has to say.
2: There's no quarterback in the NFL that is a flat-out better player than Deshaun Watson. Two years ago, there was conversations of, well, if Deshaun Watson was drafted to the same place as Patrick Mahomes, would he be doing the same stuff as Patrick Mahomes? And that's when Patrick was taking the league by absolute storm. There, I mean, there's not, there's not a, a quarterback that you sit there and go, that guy's unequivocally a better player. He's just been in a really bad situation in Houston.
1: You think? He got sacked like 50 times in 2020. Nerny, I'm ready to uh, chop it up, talk a little baseball, baby. Somebody left a baseball in here. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. Do the Braves have enough pitching to make another run this year? Mooney, get your glove on. I want to throw a slider. All right, the curveball. Somebody left their uh, Major League Baseball in here.
2: Is there a signature on it?
1: Uh, let's see. Jason Hayward. This is an old one. Hayward. All right, the Braves, do they have enough pitching? Man, that hazelnut taste is terrible. Terrible, as Barkley would say. Do they have enough pitching? Well, the ace of the staff is in the prime of his career, Max Fried. 28 years old, and i tell you what, Max Freed is totally under the radar, and I'm, I'm sure you don't realize just how good Freed's been here lately. When, when Max Freed pitches, the Braves in 2021 were 21 and 12. In 2020, they were 13 and 2. In 2019, they were 24 and 13. Let me add it up for you. The Braves, in the last three seasons, when Max Freed takes the bump... The Braves are 58-27. and 27. Now that, in a word, fire. That's awesome. So, yeah, I would think our ace is in place, baby. Max Freed, keep on bringing it. Ian Anderson. I mean, he's an old 23. I mean, he's a young dude, but he just looks like he's sort of an old soul. The way he pitches, he's had 30 career starts. And, man, he's off to a great start. He pitches his best against the best teams in the postseason. Ian Anderson, 4-0 in the postseason. ERA, 1.27. Feeling good about Ian Anderson, folks. I mean, he's got that fastball that sits at 94. He's got the plus changeup. That means it's really, really good. And he's got the 12-6 curveball. Classic three-pitch guy that knows how to pitch. He's just not blindly uh, standing up there trying to throw it through a brick wall. Velocity. Do you have the velo? He's got more than that. So I'm loving one and two in the rotation. Now, Charlie Morton, 38 years old, coming off a broken leg in the World Series. But I tell you what, it was pleasant watching him go about his work last season. 33 starts for the old man. 14-6, 14-6, and 6, 3.34, quality, durable, smart, great teammate, knows how to pitch. Charlie's going to be, that broken leg's healed up. Don't you just know it? So I tell you, the top three spots in the rotation, man, <laughs> yeah, I think the answer to that question, as far as the road goes, the Braves have got enough quality pitching. Now, what about the fourth spot? Waskar Inouye. Twenty-three years young, man. Only twenty-two career starts. Now look, he lost his composure last year and broke his hand, hitting it on the bench when things didn't go as well. And that really hurt the team. And I hope he learned from something. I hope he learned from that mistake. I mean, being a competitor is one thing, but being stupid's another. So, Enoa, does he settle into his comfort zone? Delivering quality performances. We've seen a little of that. Or does he not materialize as a legitimate starter? Look, he's got filthy stuff as far as the two pitches that he features. He's got a fastball with tremendous velocity. He's rushing up there at 97 miles an hour. He's got a filthy slider when he's locating that low and away to right-handers. Hey, that's, a, uh, that's a dynamite 1-2 combination for Enoa. But what is Enoa? I I hadn't figured that out yet. Let's hear from Sned. He's talking about Waskar. Really good. You know, just for the time he missed. He looks healthy. That's a big thing. And, you know, he's he's still, you know, he's a work in progress still. But um, I just, I like what I saw right there from,
2: you know, for the first time out.
1: Waskar Enoa, I believe he's one of the most important players for the Atlanta Braves this season. If they want to remain a team that is in the hunt, a legitimate contender. Enoa you know, needs and he's to step up and deliver. Now, what about the other guys? You got Kyle Muller. I want to see more of Muller. Eight starts a year ago, getting a little bit of experience. He's got a fastball with sink, which is a good thing. A hard slider and a curveball. Uh, really big physically. I want to see more of Muller. Kyle Wright. Now, look, don't, don't snicker. I mean, this guy, you remember him in the World Series? Out of nowhere, stepped in there and went into the fifth inning, allowing one earned run. Game four, I believe it was. We won that one three to two. Couldn't have won the World Series without Kyle Wright. And then you got Tucker Davidson. We'll see how that works out as far as the fifth starter goes. But if Waskar Enoa comes through, I think this Braves rotation, they got plenty of quality pitching to be back as a legitimate contender. And there we go. That's us chopping it up for you. Hey, coming up in less than 10, I've got Kiaris Jackson sitting down with a Bulldog wide receiver, one of Stetson Bennett's go-to guys. He's going to join me on the Bulldog Roundtable coming up at 35 after the hour. The best spot for Matt Ryan. And Matt's got to be in. He's... Hey, he and his, his family, they, uh, it's, it's got to be interesting around the Ryan household. Here the last 48 hours into today, with all this Deshaun Watson talk, I mean, suddenly, it, I mean, it was looking three days ago like Matt Ryan is 100% going to be the Falcons quarterback this season. That he was going into his 15th year as the Falcons quarterback. And now, totally, that's up in the air. And, Matt, it's nothing personal. I'm sure you're going to hear that. It's just business. And I've always been a Matt Ryan fan, and I certainly have not hopped off the bandwagon yet. In fact, right now, I'm hoping that the Falcons do Matt Ryan a solid and get him to a place where he's got a chance to win and win big. Go out with his uh, illustrious career. Heading into his fifteenth season in the National Football League with a chance to go out in style. And Matt's got a no trade clause, so he's he's got a big he's got a big input into where he's going. Now, where would he like to go? You know, I think there, there are two good places for Matt Ryan if the Falcons do secure the services of Deshaun Watson, and they've got to trade Matt. And I don't believe one of those two places is Cleveland. I mean, Matt is not going to look good in those ugly uniforms, worse uniforms in the league. Nobody's got uglier uniforms than the Cleveland Browns. But playing in Cleveland, uh, you, you get some really bad weather, and Matt, his arm is not as strong as it used to be. So that factors in. Not sure how well they're going to protect. It seemed like Baker was running for his life a lot of the time. So, Matt, as he gets up in age right now, the lack of mobility becomes a factor also. So, arm in decline, mobility trending down. Cleveland, in my estimation, not the place he wants to be or needs to be as he closes out his career. There are two spots, though, I think that are a really good fit for him. And one is Indianapolis which reportedly could be a real possibility. Uh, Indy has got to be thrilled with these developments of Watson meeting with the Falcons and possibly going to the Falcons because right now you got the Colts thinking, okay, we've got to settle for Jimmy Garoppolo. Settle for him. And I wouldn't imagine they're really excited about that idea. But Matt Ryan, that's a different story. I think Matt Ryan would fit in very well. You're going to have a run game in Indianapolis. You've got some weapons to throw the ball to in Indianapolis. You're playing indoors, which is going to help him as far as the arm and the arm strength goes, the arm talent, which is trending down. So I think Indy, to me, is a really solid place for Matt Ryan to be ending up at. The other San Francisco. Trey Lance and ready to play winning football for Kyle Shanahan. I think everybody uh, probably got a little inkling that that's the case there. And I would say Matt, reuniting with Shanahan, they did uh, some really great stuff here in Atlanta together. Matt ran that offense. Shanahan's scheme ran it as well as any of these quarterbacks have. They They lit it up that season going to the Super Bowl. Top offense in the National Football League, scoring points in bunches taking the Falcons all the way to uh, on the verge of winning the Super Bowl. That head coach has done his job. So I think that is the other outstanding place that, that Matt Ryan could end up and have a chance to go out in style. Indianapolis and San Francisco. I don't want to see him go to Cleveland and put on those ugly uniforms and have his career at the end of his career uh end in in nothing but frustration so that's what i'm thinking man that's what i'm thinking what about you 404-231-1680 the number you want to jump in here and we've got the bulldog roundtable that is ready to roll had a chance earlier this week to sit down with number 10 for the georgia bulldogs the Big-time uh, kick returner and wide receiver Stetson Bennett, one of his go-to guys, is coming back one more time. Kiaris Jackson running it back. Here's my conversation with him and the Bulldog Roundtable. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the Dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25-20, Table is proudly presented by Georgia's Own Credit Union, Haul Group, Georgia Pack and Load, Triple A, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Hanging out with Kieras Jackson, Bulldog wide receiver, here on the Buck Belu Show. Kieras, man, getting ready to uh, get spring football practice started. What's the mindset coming in
4: uh, this time around for you? My expect for the 2022 spring football is to get better. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's always a fun part of the year. I mean, great weather outside for football. I mean, having new guys come in, having a different team, new faces, new coaches. I mean, I'm excited to see how the day is going to be with us getting ready to kick off football. I mean, it seems like we just finished, <laughs> like, last week feels like, but now it's getting ready to get to the back to the ground. I mean, Going out there to get better. I mean, iron sharper iron, you know. So around campus, all these students want to talk about is that natty. Yes, sir. I mean, it's not no not necessarily about the natty, it's about we beat Belma and the natty. Oh, yes, you know? the double toes, huh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just being able being able to having to wait so long, forty one years. I mean, I wasn't a Georgia fan growing up, but I can imagine being a Georgia fan, watching college football every Saturday, then get to January and your team's not in, but but this year was a little different. I mean, we was able to get the job done, and it was exciting. Uh, last season for you, a little
1: frustrating with, with the injuries holding you back a little bit?
4: Yeah, last year, I know I had surgery right before the season. Um wasn't an expected surgery or anything like that. It's just something that just ended up happening. And it happened right before fall camp. And I was able to, like, pretty much miss all of, like, summer workouts in fall camp. And that's pretty much the most important part. Of preparing yourself for the season And I wasn't healthy enough to go out there and Perform the way I could And I didn't want to put anything on tape That could hinder me And not necessarily just being frustrated I was also felt like I was still involved I mean, I was still a starter I started on special teams throughout the whole season Made plays on there Put the team in good positions But as a receiver, I wasn't as productive But at the same time, I, f- I had fun, you know Seeing other guys, seeing other teammates around me make plays. I mean, I was able to, to like contribute in some type of way, whether I made a big block, to, I mean, to spring someone loose, or I was just in the right place at the right time to catch a, a great ball versus Florida. I mean, it's all about the small things. And I don't, I'm a very unselfish player. I look at look at football as a team sport. I mean playing at George, you know, I know that it's not gonna be over fast like you're not gonna have a fifteen hundred yards in a season, you're not gonna do nothing like that, but i did win a national championship though so yeah you be proud of that, that man and yeah. you had
1: some guys really the next man up at receiver yeah the next man up was stepping up with ad mitchell coming through and mm-hmm. playing some good ball uh, lad McConkey mm-hmm. showing up and making some plays for the receiving core last year you must have been proud of the group and feeling good about this
4: group coming into this season yes sir very proud I me those guys stepped up last year i mean well, if you can make praise and practice versus all defense in the game, you're not going to have any words. I mean, you saw what our guys did on defense and with the guys who have left. I mean, shoot, they about to go get drafted, hopefully all 14, which I'm very confident in. But with us losing a lot on defense, I mean, especially on offense, we lost a few as well. But I feel like we're going to rebound pretty good. Yeah, you look at a lot of new faces on defense. Offensively, just from the
1: outside looking in, I'm expecting you guys to be one of the better offenses in college football this coming year. O-line for the most part. You got to replace, you know, a couple key guys at guard, but gosh, you got about 20 offensive linemen in (laughs) here. You should be able to find a couple, right? Yes, Uh, sir. You know, the receiving core looks really solid. You got Stetson coming back, a good looking uh, running back core. How important was it uh, with Stetson Bennett announcing he was
4: coming back? Um, it was a, it was very important. I mean, we was able to get a another huge leader back on our offense from an offense perspective. I mean, with Stetson being able to take us to the national championship last year, we pretty much was able to see that he's capable of doing it again. You know, but he don't have the same guys around him as he did last year. So it's our job as people who are around him bring each other together and move forward as one because the offense is a unit it's one unit so one player can't get it done i mean we have to go out there and just be able to be accountable for the things that coaches want us to be accountable for and that's our mindset going into this season but we don't have the same guys but we're going to have the same mentality. What we're going to have to do to get back where we went last year.
1: How about some of these other quarterbacks? Carson Beck uh, been around another year. He looks like he's sort of coming into his time to uh, play his best.
4: Uh, Brock Vandekrift. How about mm-hmm. those two dudes? Yeah, that's why we have spring football. I mean, it's an opportunity to get guys going, and see what they can do. I mean, right after the season, I mean, guys are a little hungry for a starting spot. So. I feel like this is like this is phase one, phase two, fall camp. But this is phase one of putting yourself on notice of trying to trying to get that spot. So we're gonna see how things go. Do you feel like you've got to accept a little more of the leadership role this time around? Uh, I feel like my role is even bigger than it was last year. I mean, being a fifth year guy, knowing the system, knowing. Knowing everything about Georgia at this point, knowing how we practice, knowing everything, I have to be a bigger leader to bring guys with me, and that's something that I look forward to doing. Sure, those people down in Fort Valley, very proud of you. Yes, sir. I, much love for my city and just trying to be like the biggest inspiration to the guys and the kids back at home that they could pretty much do whatever they want in life, but they could just continue to keep their mind focused and moving forward. I know our family on the way to my hometown,
1: Valdosta, and on the way back and forth to Florida, we're at Lane's Orchard. Oh, yeah. Every Lane, time packing. we're stopping in there, man, get <laughs> right the some peach ice cream every year. <laughs> Most definitely. Kieras, have a great spring, man. We're pulling for you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Great to sit down. Kiaris, uh 16 catches last season. The injuries really held him back, but looking healthy right now. And I would say for him going out this season, having a 40, plus catches uh, five or more touchdowns working out of that slot position with the number of other targets Stetson Bennett's going to have access to would be an outstanding season for Kiaris Jackson his career game came against Auburn a couple of years ago nine catches for 147 yards I think he's capable of putting up some big numbers like that during the course of the year and think about the weapons that Georgia has access to. And one of the big reasons why I look at Georgia and think, okay, the Bulldogs this season, the offense should be leading the way for this team as the defense tries to restock and get their act together. This offense should be averaging 40 points a game with playmakers like Brock Bowers. Add Mitchell. You got to reek Gilbert, hopefully is going to round into shape and emerge as a difference maker on this offense. Arian Smith is another that is a real playmaker. If he can just stay healthy, is capable of taking over some games with big explosive plays. Lad McConkey stepped in last year and stepped up. Jack Saint, uh, Kiaris, you got Blaylock. I mean, we're talking about eight to ten guys here that a quarterback does not mind throwing the ball to. Kiaris Jackson, really good guy out of Fort Valley, Georgia. And we're pulling for him. Very much. We got our March Mania going on at Hooters. Hope you're going to drop by Kennesaw, the Hooters at Kennesaw today. Check out Nick and Chris and their show. Not only will we be watching every epic game of the first round, we're also giving away a trip for two to Harrah's Cherokee Casino and a $500 Fanatics gift card at each one of these broadcasts. March Mania with parties all month long presented by Hooters. Harris Cherokee Casino, the Haug Law Group, Duffy Realty of Atlanta, and Atlanta Sports Station. That would be us. 680, the fan. All right, coming back on the other side, I've got the Blue Show NFL Top 5 Quarterbacks for 2022. Where is Deshaun Watson on that list? You'll find out next. The Blue Show here on the fan, 680. Spring is here and baseball is back.
0: Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.
2: 93.7.
1: Got the Buck Blue Show on the fan 10 to 11 Monday through Friday. We appreciate you being with me. Our one-hour show. We appreciate it. Nerney getting us ready for the weekend. I was going to listen to this on the way home today. Get the spirits up as the rain moves in. All right, the final word coming up here in a moment. Uh, right now, though, we got a chance to do the NFL Top 5 Quarterbacks in 2022. The best in college football and the NFL five. blue's top five yeah the top five nfl quarterbacks in 2022 i'm gonna start at number five patrick mahomes now i've downgraded mahomes due to that rookie mistake that error that cost kansas city another super bowl appearance in the AFC championship game, right before halftime. Made a silly mistake, mental error. Checking the ball down. Ball had to go to the end zone. Everybody knows that. Checked it down. Tyreek Hill got tackled on the two-yard line. Chiefs got no points. They went on to lose in overtime. Mahomes, really impressive. Done some great things. Has he plateaued? Has he quit working to get better? I've downgraded Mahomes. He's number five. Checking in at number four. This guy's gorgeous, beautiful. Justin Herbert. Had a breakout seven, uh, second season in San Diego. Did you see him last season slinging it? A pure passer, prototypical NFL quarterback that has exploded onto the scene. Got 24-year-old Justin Herbert checking in at number four. Number three. Got a championship quarterback. That's right. 25-year-old Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals. Led the Bengals to the Super Bowl. Tremendous leader. Playing at a very high level. 70% completion percentage a year ago, 34 touchdowns. This guy reads coverage like the back of his hand. Really like Joe Burrow. 25 years old. I've got Burrow number three. Checking in at number two. 26-year-old Deshaun Watson. Playing for a horrendous team. Terrible organization. And in spite of that, the last year he played, 2020, completed 70% of his passes in spite of the fact that he got sacked 50 times in the season. Mobile, dynamic, can make all the throws. Deshaun Watson checking in it too. Number one, 25-year-old Josh Allen. Tough competitor. Dual threat quarterback. Tremendous leader. If he doesn't throw for a touchdown. He's going to run over somebody and score a touchdown. How many NFL quarterbacks are running over linebackers in the NFL? Nerney, not many. That's the answer to that question. Got twenty-five-year-old Josh Allen, numero uno. So the Belu Show top five NFL quarterbacks for twenty twenty-two: Josh Allen, number one; Deshaun Watson, number two; Joe Burrow, number three; Justin Herbert, four. Patrick Mahomes 5. top 5 on 680 The Fan. Atlanta's Sports Station. Nerdy, you got a problem with that?
2: No, I don't have any issues with that. I, I do like Josh Allen. He, he's unconventional when he's back there, but, I mean, if you had to pick somebody who's just fun to watch because you don't know, you know what he's going to do down to down, it, I think Josh Allen would be at the top of my list, too.
1: Yeah, look, and if you're wondering, hey, what about Brady? What about Aaron Rodgers, uh, they they they're old man. How do you think Aaron Rodgers is feeling this
2: morning after the news of uh, Devontae Adams going to the Raiders?
1: Yeah, his production is going to go down a little bit, I would assume.
2: I think maybe, uh, and they added... waited
1: until after he signed that contract to trade him.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I wonder if uh, the Packers knew uh, that they may be trying to move Adams. I wonder if Rodgers knew that when he signed the deal.
1: I think and what I downgrade Rodgers. Look, not only because he's old, but because of his attitude. I mean, my goodness. I don't think he could lead a horse to water on a dry, hot day.
2: Well, and what does it say, that the fact that, and because the reports are that the Packers offered to match whatever offer Adams got, in this case the, the offer from the Raiders, but Adams himself said, no, I, I want a change of scenery. So what does that say, you know, a, a receiver who's had so much success with the quarterback like Aaron Rodgers that he wants to leave town and not play with him
1: anymore? Yeah, Rodgers must have turned his back on him. And he wants now to go play for the Raiders. Let's get to the final word. Man, it's been an interesting week here in the ATL. First Freddie Freeman, gone. Now we're talking about Deshaun Watson coming to the Falcons. And for me, Matt Ryan deserves better than what the Falcons are giving him. The man deserves better. A total class act. One of the great players in Falcons history, model employee, great leader, face of the organization. The team has stripped Matt Ryan of legitimate NFL talent. He's got little chance of winning here in Atlanta. Time's running out on his Hall of Fame career. That's right, Hall of Fame career. And the hope here is the Falcons will trade him to a better place. A place where he doesn't get sacked 171 times in four seasons. I mean, this guy is taking more abuse than some of the cats in sports talk radio. Matt Ryan deserves better. And wish him nothing but the best. I'm sure somebody's telling him, well, Matt, it's nothing personal. It's only business. All right, that's going to do it for this week of the Buck Blue Show. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you'll be back next week. Remember, uh, get out and see Nick and Chris, the Hooters up in Kennesaw. Enjoy that NCAA uh, NCAA tournament. It's going to do it for the Blue Show today. Have a great weekend, everybody.
4: Thank you, Buck.
3: Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats.
0: consultation.